Life is hectic, so wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with Factor's chef-crafted and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. With over 35 options a week, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more, they've got a variety that fits your lifestyle. Factor has restaurant-quality meals ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. They also have various easy options for the entire day, from breakfast to midday bites, smoothies, and more. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is a nutritious and delicious experience, and it won't break the bank. You can customize your meals by choosing 6 to 18 per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule deliveries anytime to fit your schedule. Factor meals are 100% hassle-free, giving you more time for what matters. Head to factormeals.com slash otherside50 and use the code otherside50 to get 50% off. That's code otherside50 at factormeals.com for 50% off your delicious, hassle-free meals. Hi, my name is Suzanne Seymour, and I'm a registered nurse who had a near-death experience as a 12-year-old, and I would love to share this very um, intimate, personal, and private experience in hopes that you gain something wonderful from it. It's not easy to talk about, but with, with all the love in my heart, I'd like to, to start. So I had a horrific and freaky skiing accident. And it was with my family and we were at a ski chalet and I wore a long brown and white scarf that I double knotted and I wore some secondhand red skis and ski boots. And we hiked up to a ski hill and my... Long story short, my scarf got entangled in the tow rope and it hung me and broke my, my neck and crushed both temples, which as an RN and having many, many years of experience, I can tell you that no, that's not really survivable at all. So I had an absolute miracle healing. Um, it was so miraculous and, and I'd love to tell you about it. This is the hard part. After I awoke from from knowing that my neck had broke, I remember it was a very cold day. It was a blizzard, and the tow rope which pulled me up the hill was not monitored, and it and there were no safety features. So I went the full length, being hung by my scarf, and I hit the machine booth. I just woke. I awoke, and I remember looking around briefly. And I rem oh, I'm getting such waves of emotion. I remember looking around briefly, and it was almost as though something caught my attention over um, to the side I was facing. And there were woods of birch trees and pine trees. And I thought, why aren't I cold? And as I looked over, there was this beautiful, unworldly, undescribable light that came through the forest and the, and the birch trees, and it just had these beautiful rays of gold and white, and I could see a um, shadow, a figure coming towards me, and it was so comforting. And I remember thinking, wow, I'm not cold, I'm very warm, and here comes this figure, and maybe it's my dad and my family coming, because behind him were two other figures. The, uh, the ethereal figure had this light, and and the light was really from the figure. The light was his light. The light 
illuminated and let me know it was all about life. It was about energy. It was like joy and happiness and comfort and safety. And I felt rescued and I knew, and it was, I knew everything would be all right somehow. And as he approached, I welcomed it immediately, which is very uncommon considering, you know, it's stranger. So he came towards and kneeled down and showed me hands and I just felt this warmth and in the in in the middle of a snowy day. So that warmth, I, I wish I had more words for it, but the power I learned in that moment, that great love and that warmth and that power, that was the greatest power I've ever felt in my life. Uh, more than and and it's a positive power. This power was full of love and I learned that that was creation. All of this came through this light. All this information came through and connected to my heart and my mind. I just felt a complete connection and understanding that this being was here to love, create, and heal and and to embrace me and know and I knew that he knew everything about me. I felt it. And he let me know in that moment that um, who he was. And he told me that, you know, he said he was Jesus. And I didn't know from um, religions. So I, but I understood exactly who he was. He let me know that, you know, let me know the whole essence of him. It was overwhelming. I didn't focus so much on how he looked. I focused on the feeling and the love and the healing and the kindness and my body was completely, it had to be completely mangled laying there. And I was, he put his arms under me and, and I felt embraced and I felt carried. So I didn't feel like I left my body. I felt just rescued and that I was going home. And I, I think the communication best described today, we hear the words telepathic, but this power is beyond our our ability to develop. This is like a connection that is you know cellular, and so you feel completely known. You know where you're going. You know that you're you're going to be safe, and everything will be all right. I remember being lifted, and the being young. I remember seeing with Jesus two other beings, and. One was taller and one was shorter, and they were dressed like warriors, like gladiators almost looking. I didn't recognize the, the, the wardrobe, but the one was tripping a little bit, and the other one, and they made me laugh just at their behavior. It was a little bit kind of slapstick and silly, and it got me to giggle. And in that time is when Jesus, you know, scooped me up in his arms, and we... um. I didn't know that we were flying, so to speak. I just felt that their wings were on one side and on the other, and he was holding me, and I heard this terrible scream, and I looked down, and I saw at the bottom of the ski hill, it, it just broke me out of my peace. I was in such peace. Um, I heard this scream, and it was my mother, and she was, you know, at the bottom of the hill. So I realized we were elevated to some degree, where I, or... I just had a different view where I could see for miles and miles and miles. I don't even, it was just endless and I could see what was happening all the way at the bottom of the hill. While we were moving, um, 
I felt just, a, you know, the same in my body. I felt fine. I felt like I, I was with someone who loved me unconditionally and, and, and knew every detail about me. And I felt like he would let me know any answer or anything I needed to personally know. We arrived and there was a, a beautiful, there was, there was like rolling hills, there was trees. And, you know, at, I remember this meadow and it, it was only purple, yellow, and white flowers that really struck my eye. They were the most beautiful, just wildflowers of purple, yellow, and white. And, and that later in my life had significance. And in childbirth, when I had a difficult time, they say, find a place that's your happy place. And I remember I will always go to the purple, yellow, and white meadow. In that meadow, I was shown... Um, because I had asked, can I go back to see my, to help my mother? Would that be possible? And they weren't expect, he wasn't expecting me. I felt like he was curious why I would want to do that, especially since, you know, I had known that I, I had faced my, my death and, and the, and the terrible pain that I went through. So he was curious why I would want to return. And I, I just had a feeling that I shouldn't, I just wanted to answer that call. But I respected and knew that he was all-knowing and that there was this system in place and this this universe that was just so enormous and filled with so much. Um, so they discussed it, and there happened to be a group that, that, con that came towards me, and they almost, like, glided. I didn't see, you know, I never really saw them, like, their faces, but they were beings, and they were all in the similar color, like cloaks of some sort. And I began to see that this was very much like a, I don't want to say government, but an organized um, place of, of work and of work and, a, and of everything had a purpose and everyone had a purpose. And they were letting me know that so much information was flowing in that everything's connected, everything's that, that a lot that's alive. And that is you know, there was so much life there and they let me know that that's what it's about is life and living and creation and everything that's positive was connected to this being that, you know, told me his name and carried me. And I was just overwhelmed with this love that filled my heart from the every crevice in my heart felt full. I, I spent that time waiting to, to know if, if I would be able to return. And that group of people or beings, they looked like, I figured they were people, but they were beings. They were very intelligent beings. And Jesus was so patient and just, just wait. We were just, you know, together. And then I knew if the opportunity came, if it was the right thing as part of a bigger picture that that would happen or not, I wasn't sure. And then a moment came where another group came along and then I, I met more and more beings. And in the end, I was able to witness the, so much um, of what I was supposed to see. And I realized that this was extraordinarily, extraordinarily perfect. Everything made sense and everything had, had love and purpose. So there was a moment that finally came where there was like a mountain range. It looked like some sort of a formation and there was this gold light that was awakened and over that light came a, like a gold, I, I thought it was a hand, but it was like the size of 
Mount Everest. I don't know. It was just enormous. And this light came and it, it, it connected with, with Jesus. And then he and the light connected. And then the next thing I knew, they were asking if I, was I sure? Because, you know, there would be, there is pain here and, um, in, on earth and, um, you know, what was I sure? And I, and, and I said, yes. And so I was, um, returned and to my body and I don't know people ask me if I knew I had a choice and I I just felt honored and respected and I felt everything was had a meaning and it was just over my head how how this all worked and I had this incredible trust that stayed with me my whole life this trust it it's like an it's that's what lets lets me know every day that you know there there is this trust you can have oh it's it's so amazing so i returned to my body i was completely healed i i guess i i was returned and he said i i don't know if i was healed or not at that moment actually i only know after the fact i was later but i was returned to my body apparently already healed um i had lots of blood lots of swelling in both temples and I remember him, I don't, I don't know how to express the words, except that I felt like there was something that I, I recognized in my chest. And I, I felt like it was a, like a dove, I called it. And, uh, and, and it was like a part of Christ that would now help me. He said, I'll never leave you and I'll always be here. And that presence was something you do not ever, ever want to leave. It is it is beyond, beyond love. It's just, it's so amazing. It's so overwhelming and so filling. It fills your whole body. So I was back in my body and I, and I remember all of a sudden he was there and he was kneeling beside me again. And I always wondered when exactly how the healing happened as a nurse. I always wondered. And then I heard the next thing I heard was, uh, my mother's scream and my father came rushing with, uh, some volunteer workers and, and, you know, they, they, um, transported me to the nearest hospital. When I, when I, uh, I remember my mom saying, who were you talking to? Who was with you? Someone was up here with you. And I was completely alone up there. Um, they calculated most likely 45 minutes. It, it's the most miraculous thing that, that's ever happened. Um, and, well, that's not even true because now after this experience, I see miracles everywhere and every day, all day. And I just, I just am so in tune with all the, the miracles and open to them. So then the presence left and this, and I knew it was God. I knew that we have a God and I knew that we have more love and support than, and I'm really here to share that. I know I was sent back to share it and it took me a long time to do so because after that experience, you know, my mom had asked me to not talk about it because she was afraid that people would diminish it or try to uh, turn it around, she said, you know, or make it something that it's not. And she asked me to hold on to it and keep it to my, you know, keep it, um, sacred for myself she would she really didn't want the world to destroy it for me so i i trusted my mother and 
we we when we got to the hospital, the um, physicians in the emergency room that attended to me, and there happened to be. I remember the physicians were just horrified at my injuries, and yet how was I talking and breathing? And when my spinal cord clearly had been broken, and then now how is it so much more healed? So, and it kept healing. Everything just kept healing. There was many nuns that came to witness. This happened to have been a, a Catholic hospital, and they all came and were mesmerized and wanted to put a plaque up in the hospital, and there was lots of commotion. And my parents once again asked for not that to not be the case, that they wanted me to just live a very normal life and, you know, fit in and blend in. So, you know, they also had the opportunity to sue the the, the ski hill and they, they chose not to because, again, they didn't want me to have to go through reliving the trauma. And that's what they understood was the biggest impact. But truthfully, the biggest impact has been knowing that there is life after death, knowing that there is life, always life, and life is precious and how precious life is here. And from the experience, I was infused with that light. I was infused with these golden, it was just informational. And I feel like they were like little golden flecks of information that just went in. And I I learned that every blade of grass, every sunrise, sunset, anything living that's beautiful, anything living, everything living has a purpose. Everything's connected. There's, um, we're, you know, the joy and the abundance of love that's available. All you have to do is ask. It's really the realest thing I know. My experience helped lead me to become a nurse at because I was 12. So in high school, they asked me, what do you want to do? And what do you want to be? And I went and I got a book of all different professions. And I, I said, I asked, you know, my, I, I said my prayers and I asked and I closed my eyes and I went through with my fingers and I said, whatever my finger lands on, that's what I will do. And my finger landed on nursing. And so that's what I became. And I stuck with it, even though it was very difficult profession, <laughs> um, because I was a very sensitive person after that experience. I, I found my purpose in healing. I was healed and I, and I learned that I could assist with healing. And I, I found, I found this presence, this God's love and light in everyone that was, you know, I found it in so many miracles that physicians and how they work through and I just so enjoy seeing when people let them, you know, let them use you for creating. I learned what is negative and what is created otherwise, since we are allowed to create some things here, you know, if it's an, if it's negative or destructive, I, I know that's not from this master artist, creator, love, um, you know, any, and if you ever want to find or see a glimmer of what I saw, you know, nature holds the life forces, people, baby, there's wherever there's life and love and a heart that's, you know, open, you can find that life force in, in kindness and in, in service. Um, I see so many people in service and there's purpose. I found there's a purpose in everyone and everything big, big and small are irrelevant. It's all purpose. So with all the love in my heart, I think that um, I, I, I hope that I can convey that resource that's available 
and called upon. And I also learned a lot about love and that we're here to learn about love. And he let me know that he doesn't force you to do anything. He loves to see what you do, loves to see what you'll create, and loves to be supportive. If you need direction and you want direction, you can ask. And your plan will unfold and your life will unfold. And it's such a wonderful thing for me to reach out to and connect with. And I love to share the joy and I, and it's been in my, you know, that's been in my life and through major life decisions and just silly things I love to share in that relationship. And I've always maintained that relationship because I want to. And that's true love is when you want it and you're looking for it and you can have it. It's, he loves everyone and he's created everyone. So look for love and and all those beautiful things and miracles happen. I'm a living, breathing miracle. I was paralyzed and and it, it completely disappeared. My whole face was scarred and everything disappeared. As a matter of fact, that same year I became a gymnast and soon after, you know, I was very athletic. I have a lovely husband and wonderful children and um, I attribute it all to, you know, the blessings and count count the blessings every day. And I hope I did the story justice. I wrote it in a book years ago in private because I wasn't sure that I could speak about it. But if you're interested in more of the story, it's called My Secrets from Heaven by Suzanne Seymour. Thank you and sending lots of love to everyone out there. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.